It's now the moment you've all been waiting for. Stay tuned for the Lean for Life 2023 Weight Loss Challenge winner announcements. In the meantime, welcome to Strong for Life Live. This is Coach Josh Wood down here in Hobart, Tasmania. It is, what, 29th of August. Time flies. Uh, Tuesday, the 29th, 2 in the afternoon, our usual time for the live stream and the Become Strong for Life Facebook community. Those of you that are tuning in live, thank you very much. Those of you that are catching this on the podcast, uh, please consider not just joining our community and engaging in the conversations we're having every week about how to become strong for life, uh, but also if you're catching this on anywhere that podcasts are found, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, please take a moment to give us a rating or a review like, follow, share with your friends. If anything stood out to you that adds value to your life, please let me know so I can provide more of it. Because that's what it's all about. Sharing the knowledge, sharing the lessons so that every week we're a little bit stronger for life. Now, let's just take a quick look here. Forget any live questions today. All right. Nothing's in yet, so let's go on to the announcements. So, if you are not in the group, uh, then it is announcement time for our challenge winners. So there was three winners chosen. We had a first place winner chosen by percentage of body weight lost. Uh, second prize was the second amount, greatest amount of body weight lost. Third prize was coach's choice for uh, great effort heart and offering uh, a prize for someone who didn't quite make the first and second place positions. Now, these the parameters. So this was an eight-week weight loss challenge. Uh, this is done through a private group and uh, organized and managed through True Coach. And basically, everybody was assigned to one of our Strong for Life coaches. Everyone got a personalized plan personalized nutrition plan, uh, a challenge-specific recipe book, and we were off. You didn't have to work out at a gym. You didn't have to have any special equipment or any special dietary requirements. We worked with what you had available. and In some cases, that was just home training equipment, and that was enough to do a great job. So over eight weeks, if we look at if you hit it hard, you work hard, you get your nutrition right. Over an eight-week timeline, we'd expect to see about 500 grams or a pound of body weight lost consistently. Uh, and that's a very sustainable amount. If you have less weight to lose, it's a little bit going to be a little bit less. If you have more weight to lose, you could lose a bit more. But that sort of one pound, 500 grams is what we'd expect to see if someone was ticking all the boxes. If they were hitting their training, getting their steps done, really on track with their nutrition. Um, that was the goal. Now, the winner exceeded that quite dramatically. In eight weeks, she lost 6.1 kilos. That's a significant amount of weight in such a short amount of time. Uh, that was 8.37% of her starting body weight. She, she lost almost a tenth of the mass she carried around normally. That's a great endeavor. That's a great feat. And we're all really proud of her and she should be really proud of herself. So 
congratulations to Sarah, uh, our eight week challenge winner. And we've got before and after photos, not just in the Become Strong for Life Facebook group, but also on the Strong for Life online coaching and Coach Josh Wood Instagram pages. So if you want to see what it looks like to lose eight and a half percent of your body weight in eight weeks, hop over there, take a look. The runner-up was Kath, and she lost 3.8 kilos, uh, which was almost 6% of her starting body weight, which is also fantastic. That's great work. And it was a close call for second place. We had another competitor who was just grams different. Um, so that was really awesome to see. And great work to Kath. Uh, Beck was our coach's choice as someone who had a very challenging time with juggling her schedule, work, and everything else that we needed to do for this challenge. Um, first prize got 90 days complimentary coaching. So she's getting, uh, Sarah's getting all of her nutrition and training sorted for 90 days, complimentary for all of her hard work. Uh, Kath and Beck are getting new, new nutrition plans. So I just want to say, you know, thank you for participating having you on the team, having everybody in this challenge, which is awesome, hardworking, very dedicated. And one of the things I kind of want to talk about are some of the lessons that they learned from this as well, uh, which is always interesting to see. So when we look at lessons that people learn. We're kind of crossing a few areas of, of life here. So we've got the lessons that people have learned within the Lean for Life challenge. It's only an eight week span, but there's lots of things that are learned if you haven't been living the lifestyle previously. We've also been talking about it in the Become Strong for Life Facebook group. Uh, and they're just, there's a few things that I want to touch on, a few things that I found really interesting. So if we we're looking uh, at some of the lessons that you would have learned through your health and fitness journey, what would you tell your younger self? So that was the, the prompt this week in the Become Strong for Life uh, Facebook group. What is the top fitness or health tip you would give your younger self? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure we'd all like to go back and go, hey, skinny Josh, you got to get your shit together. So one of the most interesting things is the benefit that people saw through training. The number one thing that I saw was that people said, don't wait. And strength training is better than cardio. You know, this is the strong for life community. These are people who want to take on all life's adventures. And most people are also looking to lose some weight, have more muscle mass, lose some fat mass. And it's easier to move through life when you have less physical excess baggage. And some of the great comments that came out were strength trainings where it's at, cardio doesn't get you where you want to be and that's an interesting thing because most people or maybe not most people but let's say a lot of people especially those in their 30s or their 40s or their 50s when they get to a point where they're like oh, i've put my health and fitness off for too long i've sacrificed it for other goals which happens people do that all the time parents do it a lot but at a certain point you you reach a time and you're like well I have to do this. I have to look after myself if I want to continue to be here for the things that I want to do and for the people that I want to be around. And a lot of those folks 
get to that stage and like i'm gonna start running <clears throat> and they go okay i'm gonna start running well that almost never works out well if you are out of shape deconditioned overweight slamming your lower limbs into the pavement over and over without some form of coaching is a recipe for injury and i see it all the time all the, all the, all, the, all the time so many knee injuries in particular um, and people forget that running is a skill it's, it's something that comes naturally to young people but if you don't do it for 20 30 40 years it's not something that's going to come naturally again your body's not well built for it and it leads to injury uh, and so seeing people say cardio isn't the answer get strong is a great thing in my mind to see because it shows a progression away from practices that are considered common in society if you want to get in shape just start running if you want to lose weight just start running uh and moving towards something that's a little bit more holistic maybe strength training applies to so many domains if you are weak you will be a better runner by getting stronger if you need to move faster get stronger if you need to have less pain and support your joints better get stronger there's so many domains in which strength improves uh, and your activities of daily living and your quality of life go up when you get stronger to a point obviously it's not the same if you're a high level strength competitor at a certain point the return on investment isn't really there but for the average person getting strong is probably one of the most important things you can do for your general quality of life and those are the lessons that members within our community are telling their younger selves don't wait Focus on getting strong. Cardio is not going to get you where you want to be. Cardio is good for you. It is healthy in general. But most people just trying to lose weight, get more out of life, it's not the most efficient way to go about it. And so it's cool to see uh, the members saying this to their younger selves. And that kind of feeds into some of the lean for life takeaways. So competitors within the challenge said things like as i got stronger my back pain went away and this was multiple people because we had a few uh, individuals who had chronic back pain and I, I come from a chronic back pain background chronic back pain background makes sense um, from injury a lot of people get chronic back pain from weakness and sitting all day and then it's easy to set off you bend out of tire shoes and you get a spasm and then you're in pain for weeks and was constant irritable lower back situation but those that took part in the challenge who had back pain drastically reduced their back pain as they got stronger as they got better at their squats as they got more capable of holding longer planks their back pain went down and then it got to a point with some of them where if they had a sore back and they did a workout it felt better it improved it and that's what we want to see so dealing with the pains of life by getting stronger you know supporting the areas of weakness getting them stronger so they're not always being guarded um, a lot of people learn about just their capacity for actually doing hard things and this is a topic i've talked about a lot whether through this or through um uh, social media you are capable of doing hard things and the more challenging and difficult things that you 
purposefully partake in, that you choose to do, the easier everything else gets. And so some of the great revelations from the challengers are things like, I am capable of focusing on eating right for eight weeks. And they've never done that before. Capable of focusing on getting stronger for eight weeks. And they'd never done that before. Uh, and a lot of folks were like, one of the most powerful things I did was get my steps in. And we had everyone on a minimum of 10,000 steps. Now, 10,000 isn't a magic number, but it's a nice round number. And when people hit it, you get a nice rush of dopamine because you feel like you've accomplished something. It's a good number. It's a hard number to hit consistently for most people, especially if you work in an office. Um, but that ability to say, hey, I can do a hard thing. And by doing these difficult and hard things, I've given myself a newfound understanding of what I'm capable of. And now I can move more with less pain across each and every day. That's great stuff. That's the kind of thing that I love seeing for people. The proving to themselves of what they're capable of. And I've said this many times too. I'm pretty much always just repeating things I've said in the past. But confidence comes through competence. Confidence isn't something you can just will to yourself. You have to prove it to yourself. Confidence comes when you show yourself the things you're capable of, and then your view of what you're capable of increases. Wow, I spent eight weeks focusing on my food, and I'd never done that before. And I came out with a way better diet, feeling way better, and knowing I could push it to the next level if I wanted to, if I needed to for my goals. Prove that to yourself. Prove it to yourself that you're capable of lifting, or lifting heavier things, that you're capable of moving every day, that when you get home from work, you're tired from sitting all day. Sitting all evening isn't going to necessarily make your life any better, getting up and going for that walk. Even if it's in your living room, doing laps while you're watching TV, you feel better. You prove to yourself that you can do hard things and that when you do the hard things, your whole life gets better because you feel better. Your energy level goes up. And this proving to yourself, this elevating your competence in your own mind is what breeds confidence because then you go, hey, I did this thing. I bet you I could do this other thing that seems really hard, but I already did a hard thing. Let's give it a go. I can do this. And I just absolutely one of my favorite parts of this whole coaching, whatever, coaching gig <laughs> is just seeing people go, I never thought I could do it, but I did a hard thing and then I did a harder thing and then I did a harder thing. And I look back six months and I go, that person couldn't have done this thing. But because I stacked all these tiny difficulties day by day, I'm in a completely different place. Um, so having a look at and, and reading the feedback, like what would you tell your younger self? What have you learned from this process and the challenge? There's a lot of crossover. And the, the big takeaways for me as a coach, the things that I can look at and go, oh, okay, I see where they're going with this. How can I help other people? recognize this and it's don't wait till you're 62 years old to get started do something hard pick one thing diet exercise walking do something hard prove to yourself that you can do it 
add the next thing. When you can do that, add the next thing. And then in eight weeks, six months, 10 years, you're going to be a completely different person. You can look back and go, whoa, who was that person back there? And you want to be able to do that. You want to be able to look back and go, wow, I'm so different from that person back there. That's not me. You don't want to look back and go, oh, it's a mirror. It's exactly the same as now. So if there's anything you can take away today, if I can give you any lesson or challenge, it's go do a difficult thing. Go do a difficult thing because it's difficult. Because doing difficult things makes everything else in your life easier. Choose the difficult thing so that the unchosen things that are difficult become easier for you. That's it. That's all I got. That's the takeaway from the Lean for Life 2023 Weight Loss Challenge and the discussion point for this week in the Become Strong for Life Facebook group. Now, had some inquiries about how to get involved with the next challenge. Next challenge is going to take place in January. Uh, so stay tuned. Make sure you're following along the Strong for Life pages, whether on Facebook or Instagram. You can follow me, Coach Josh Wood, on every platform. That's where I'll be announcing the uh, first intakes for, well, at least expressions of interest for the new challenge that will start in January. It'll be a couple months before we start taking uh, expressions of interest, but Stay tuned if you want to make that because we can't we can't take on everybody. Spaces are limited. It's an application process. Um, hopefully we'll see you there. In the meantime, if you're catching this on a podcast, please leave a review. Ideally, as many stars as you can give. Share it with a friend. Follow along and ask questions. I want to hear what you want to know. I want to create discussion. Join us in the Facebook group find us on social media. Let's have a conversation. Hit me up with your questions. And uh, in the meantime, just keep getting strong for life.